0: Get
1: Tune in to Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson. Who is Regina Johnson? Regina Johnson. Author, pastor, motivational speaker, and life coach. Regina is inspirational. Motivating others to live out their purpose. Regina, Regina is, passionate. is passionate. Tenacious and relentless about helping others fulfill their destiny. Her goal is to bring a refreshing to someone's life. Join us every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Dial in to share your heart with Regina at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. And remember that Regina says...
2: We all know you really haven't failed until you stop trying. I want to be to people what others have been to me. And so that's really the purpose of refresh. The end of the day for people to feel refreshed.
1: So call in at 657-383-0309. That's 657-383-0309. You'll be blessed by her wisdom, strategies, and encouragement. That's Refresh Radio with Regina Johnson, a never-had-it-so-good sports media network.
2: Good evening. We want to welcome you to the show. You are listening to Refresh. I'm Regina Johnson, host, but I'm not here by myself today. I have two others that will be hosting the show with us, and they are...
3: Chaselyn Johnson and Bethany Taylor.
2: Chaselyn Johnson and Bethany... Taylor. Before I go any further, I want to give a quick shout out to our girl who?
4: Princess Cooper.
2: Princess Cooper and all of the NHISG Sports Media family. We hope that you are having a great Sunday today. I hope that the word was awesome. Maybe you had the opportunity to go out and spend some time with your family, picnics, whatever, but I hope today has been incredible because the ending part here with us is going to be phenomenal. Today's show is going to be about what, Chase?
4: How to do with being a teenager in today's society.
2: How to deal with being a teenager in today's society. Um, I want to just kind of jump right in. I know there's some other things that I could really kind of add right now where I want the people to stay connected to the show, but since we had what happened on this past Thursday and you guys are hosting the show with me, um, let's just jump right in. How did that affect you when you heard about the shooting that took place on, uh, on Thursday. Can Personally, you just talk about Personally,
4: um, I think that the shooting, um, whenever I heard about it, it didn't, like, it didn't um, really do anything to me. My first thoughts that popped in my
3: head were, um, why did the kid do it? And my thoughts were, um, like, why did they do it? But it also kind of put a fear inside of me and made me think what could happen in my life and um, who, like, we don't always... Um, have the opportunity to live and breathe and so take the opportunity to the best of our ability.
2: To do it like just daily. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's crazy because when I was growing up I never thought about like going to school and a you know, with the potential that somebody would be there with a gun you know, to um, you know, like hurt everybody or let's not even say hurt, like people coming in and with the intent to kill people um is that something that you guys are concerned with like just on a day-to-day since we're talking about the difficulties of being a teenager in society now how I mean is that something that you think about
4: um personally no um I mean yeah it the thought rolls are across my mind every now and then but it's not something that scares me because I just don't feel like it's something that. Um, so me.
3: positivity is like a big thing you have to think about the thing the positive things, but also you have to think about the things that are going to happen
2: Is that something that you guys discuss like with your <laughs> like with your friends? excuse me <clears throat> excuse me um like do you guys have conversations like on you know just how to keep each other safe or you know I know like the schools do like a lot of um you know- pre- preventative things I know now to like go and check you out, Chase, it's like I have to get an act from Congress yes. just to get you out. And if I flew around and the wrong person up there, they will not let you go. I mean, like, it's all down to almost fingerprinting just to get your kid out with all of that. But you know what? Let me back up. That probably seems like y'all's norm. Is that, is that kind of just normal for y'all?
4: Oh uh, Yes. Um, At school, when they say we're having a lockdown drill, no one really freaks out about it. We all... And then from elementary school, they've already taught you what to do. So, you know, to do, get in a room
3: where the, you know, windows close.
4: It
2: should not be like that. What do you think about that?
3: Um, I just think that um, it's just become a normal thing, so we don't ever think about anything that could happen. So, yeah, personally, I don't think anything else of it than a lot of times real. And um, now
4: that is a thing we have to think about, but luckily we have new technology that keeps us safe. So, like, uh, other schools back in the day, they didn't have some of the things we have now. And I feel like that's also one of the reasons I don't freak out as much as people do.
2: Because you feel like you're safe.
4: Yes. Yeah. And we have cops at my school as well. So
2: That's unheard of. We had like, uh, we used to call them rent-a-cops. You know, you have security like out in the parking lot. You know, if there was like a fight or something going on like that. But, I mean, we didn't have cops like in the building we didn't have like our backpack scanned. We, I think, our parents didn't have to like, you know. When I go to your school, Chastleton, like they have like this glass in one little like little slot, and you go to school in a great a district and a good area, and but you don't have access um, to, you know, uh, those people. It's like you know, kind of lockdown mode. And my point, that's the reason why I'm saying that is because. Um, that what is has become your common should have never ever been permitted to become common. So let's kind of just move back to that. So you, when you hear about the shooting, you said it didn't really startle you. It didn't alarm you. Uh, is it? And it is. It's because you feel safe, or is it because it's so commonplace? Um, like you hear of it.
4: Both often. I believe it's both because, um, well, one I do feel safe, but two. You hear about it, right? And so, and I know it hasn't happened really in our area, but um, I mean, it happens, and we have,
3: you know, cops and security at our schools, so I feel like they wouldn't really get past them. Okay, when she says that she feels safe, me, on the other hand, I don't, because you see that um, things are happening in other places, but then you think that can happen there because they have just as much security, they have just as much lockdown drills.
2: Right, and so it could happen here. So you're over here like just you know okay I'm good and you're over here like no this could really happen but the differences too is there's an age difference between the two of you how old are you Bethany? I'm 17. You're 17 and so you've seen a little bit more and you're how old Chase? I'm 13. You're actually 13 years old and uh, so but it's good that you do feel safe on today's show the topic again is what Chase?
4: Um how to deal with being a teenager in today's society. How to
2: deal with being a teenager in today's society. Where do you want to jump off at? I know there were some things, Bethany, that you wanted uh, us to discuss today on the show. And so we're just going to kind of let you lead out right here with what, uh, where you want to start.
3: Okay, so insecurities that we deal with as teenagers and the self-worth problems that we have, that we can't believe in ourselves because of the things that people say and do. And so we think that we can't be successful because of other people's words.
2: Because of other people's words. That's a big deal, Um Do you think it stems from uh, peer pressure, or is it coming from somewhere else? Chase?
4: Um, I definitely just feel it's uh, peer pressure because um, people are scared that if you wear the wrong shoes to school, then you'll get made fun of, which is something you're scared because some people can't take being laughed at or talked about.
2: Which kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier before we went on the air about the shooting. That sometimes it's something as simple as that 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 causes someone to go, you know, off because they've experienced so much ridicule and they feel, you know, whatever. Many times it happens even in the home. You had another kind of spin on it, uh, Bethany, earlier.
3: Um, Doing with like parents and siblings, they could say things that. Um, necessarily might not lead you down the right path. They can, um, they might mean something different, but you perceive it differently than what they said it.
2: So you mean like uh, you hear um, what you hear from them, it actually shapes um, your confidence? Is is that what you're saying?
3: Yes. um, The things that they say, we believe what they say. Once you hear things, you believe it, and you're never going to stop thinking that, oh, if somebody tells you that you're not beautiful, you're going to think you're ugly. If somebody tells you that you're stupid, you're never going to think you're smart. Kind of like that.
2: Has that ever happened to either one of you, where, like, maybe just family or or friends, they spoke something to you, and it just kind of, you know,
4: um, stuck? Yes, I do believe. I mean, yes, that has happened to me, because...
2: <laughs> I do believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, because... I believe.
4: Go ahead. It's happened to me, um, in different things. Um, like okay, so when my siblings tell me, it, I'm like, shut up, okay. Right. But whenever other people tell me, it, I'm like, girl. So, um, uh, give, me,
2: give me, an example. Like
4: when my, um, when my sibling tells me, I'm like, shut up. I'll be like, or they'll be like, oh, you're dumb. Like for instance, um, when I was younger, it took me a little bit longer to read, and then um, when I got older, I ended up like right now I could read like at a um eleventh grade reading level, so I'm not really worried about it. But my sister, like now we'll be like in a little roast session and she'll be like and I'll be like, Yo oh, no and she'll be like, that's why you can't read, but I won't get scared about that. You know, that won't Like it doesn't
2: be, affect you no, now. No, it doesn't
4: oh make me insecure, you
2: know. But on the downside, there can be things that happen that kind of really Yeah. You know, siblings do roast each other. I know there's a lot of roasting that goes on in our home. So that, And um, definitely-
3: I feel like When people, even like people that are not part of your family, friends, when they say things, uh, you believe it, and you'll go and you'll live your life how they tell you to live your life and not how um, you're supposed to live your life. And
2: so... So give me an example of something that has actually stuck with you.
3: Okay, so um, I was at school, and uh, all these people told me that I would not be able to do something that I couldn't play a certain sport, or I couldn't sing like someone else, or I
2: couldn't this do something happened like in else. real life. Yes, really. And
3: so um, I'm sitting here trying to think in my mind what can I do to please someone else, to say yes to them so that they'll accept me. But then I, there's it's hard to deal with because you have so many people telling you you can't. So then you, can't,
2: you then you, can't, you actually feel yeah. like and you don't even try. So you're, you're saying, like, you have had other kids tell you, not you can't do this or you can't sing, and so you you didn't try? Exactly. Are you serious? Wow. Wow. I, I guess I'm shocked because, you know, when looking at you, and I know you uh, personally, like, I mean, you're a tough kid. Mm-hmm. And so if it really shook you, I can imagine what it would do to a kid that wasn't as tough. A kid, you know, like you are. My goodness. So, what do you think? How how can we fix this? What do you What do you think is is a way that we can fix it?
4: I um, I think a way that we can fix it is feeling how we feel. Like, um, which you might be like, what does that mean? Um, whenever someone tells you you're ugly, I think that you just say okay, and I'm willing to accept. If that's how you see me, but that's not how I see myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to continue to not feel as confident about myself. When you tell someone, they say, they'll be like, oh, you're ugly. They'll be like, oh, I take that as a compliment. No, they don't. They're just trying to show you that they're not insecure, even though they are. So mm-hmm. mind over matter. Yeah. yeah. You have to take the positive side. And,
2: wow. But it's not
4: positive. And they just, I feel like that's a Make way to kind of cope with insecurity.
2: Wow. So is that, how long have you been... Wow, we're at the first time for first break. Uh, we're gonna take it, and then we're gonna come right back. You've been listening to refresh, refresh. See you in a second.
0: I'm falling <laughs>
2: what in the world is that? We want to welcome you back to Refresh. Those were my co-hosts. Okay, they, I think they're fired. That was Jason and Bethany. They are helping me host the show today. They're like, woo, 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 woo. what in the world? <laughs> yeah, it's not as easy as it looks, is it? It right? is. Yeah, right. Whatever. Uh, we want to welcome you back to Refresh. You're listening to Regina Johnson, your host of the evening. Again, another quick shout out to our girl Princess Cooper. We want to thank for giving us the opportunity. Uh, I've been given the opportunity to be on the air for about two years now, and uh, now we're raising up another generation of hosts, and so that's why Bethany and Jason are here with us. They are preparing, practicing on March. Are You practicing on my show because I'm feeling like that was a practice. Yeah, we're using you. Yeah, don't use my life. Don't don't use my life. don't use my life. Uh, don't use my show to come mess it up. Don't do, don't do that. Aww. No, I know you guys are going to be amazing. Make you're you trying know. to make it what?
3: You're trying to make us
4: better. I'm oh. trying
2: to make you better. Yes, I am. <laughs> what? Hey, look, guys. We were talking about um, what it's like to be a teenager today, and so our first uh, we discussed uh, on, before the break. We're talking about the shooting that happened and uh, how that you know plays a part in how you feel going you know to school, just kind of how you feel. And one of the things that really was shocking to me was. Like we as adults are kind of blown away, but you guys are like, yeah, okay, that you know it happens, it happens, and and it makes me sad for this generational where you have to become comfortable with the idea of someone coming in your school and shooting. We also talked a little bit about insecurities, and Bethany, you kind of wanted to share what really insecurities are that you know birthed out, you know, of uh, just the things you have encountered in uh, family, friends, and so on and so forth, and you want to discuss uh, what was it that you wanted to bring to the table?
3: Okay, so um, the first thing is is when I go to school and I listen to other people talk and them uh, singing and then playing basketball and them running track and cross country, and I see them succeeding and them doing um, so many things, and I feel like um, I'm stuck in this place, and I don't want to be content with it. So I become jealous and bitter inside and um, just try to get past it. But it's really, like, difficult, you know?
2: So how did you even get stuck? I mean, we're talking about somebody 17 years old. So how, how did you get stuck? Because, I mean, like, I've watched you. Like, um, you, you sang and you have scored high, like, in the district and in the region. But, like, this year, you're, you're saying this year now? You just feel like you're stuck?
3: Uh, Yeah, because um, at the beginning of the year, we had a um, competition for district, and I made it past district, and I got to regionals. And like I said, um, I walked into the room, and I I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a boss, you know. And then when I started singing, um, I just started singing the wrong part, and I felt like I wasn't good enough. And when I talk about um, playing basketball and even not being able to make the team this year um, really tore me down, it felt like, you know, Um, you're saying someone else is better than me. So, therefore, how am I supposed to be that great? But I'm trying to rise above
2: it, you know, and be greater. Do you think that the reason why uh, you didn't make it was because you kind of were shaken? Because you were on the basketball team, too. Mm -hmm. And last year, you killed singing. So that one moment in time really affected you, not only just in one thing, but you can see it concerning even you know another area of your life absolutely
3: i think um like my thoughts overtook um what was happening in my life and i just took a different perspective like even other people could come up to me and tell me like i was good and i i would be like oh yeah thanks and i wouldn't really truly take it as a compliment because i'm like look this is where i was then and look where i am now i'm nowhere you know it felt like i was staying in the same spot
2: yeah That happens even in adult life, but sometimes we have to take a step back in order to be able to launch further than where we had gone before. Chaselyne?
4: I also feel the same way um, in my swimming. Uh, I know that I've come a long way, but I feel kind of like I'm trapped in the same place. And since I'm older, and I started when I was um, like 12, it's um, kind of hard to catch up. But um, I've been seeing myself progress even though I don't feel like um, sometimes I'm moving forward.
2: Sometimes you're not moving forward. When you don't have, like, those great needs, or what is that saying to you?
4: Um, sometimes it's kind of, I have, like, different feelings, because sometimes I feel like I'm not working hard enough, and then sometimes I feel like I just overthink it.
2: That you're overthinking what you have to do. So I'm going to tell you from being an adult that your thoughts are thoughts that even adults have like every day, you know, like we over process things. We, we feel like we're not good enough. We're not accomplished. Uh, you know, uh, even though we've been at something for quite some time, uh, in my line of work, it, you guys know, like, um, I mean, it is so difficult, uh, doing what, what I do. And, um, which, um, I'm a pastor and I was a senior pastor for 17 years by myself. Um, And when I say by myself, I mean, I wasn't in the church completely alone, but I was the one that was calling the shots. And it's hard uh, trying to maneuver. And you're always wondering, you know, am I meeting the needs of the people? You know, am I really the right person for the call? Am I whatever? But, you know, I'm just going to take the time here on the air to just say, you know, both you girls are absolutely phenomenal. Um, Bethany, you are a beautiful vocalist. I've heard you and uh, we're going to give you opportunity to be able to to let the rest of the world listen to you. You're incredible. Um, and just from what I heard from last year, you're great, you know, athlete. And um, so, you know, no matter what you've encountered, don't let it, you know, take you back. And the same thing with you, Um, I know, like, sometimes we get to a certain place to where we would like to see um, a greater level of progression. Like, we'd like to see it come, you know, a little faster. But you have to keep looking at, you just started swimming competitively uh, a year ago. You know, you said, like, you know, when you were younger, that was just a year ago. You're 13. You started swimming when you were 12. And the kids that are swimming with you have been swimming, you know, like some four or five years. And they're 11. You know, they've already been swimming five years. And, uh, and so they've already, their body's already programmed to know what to do and when to do it and how to do it. And they've built up their strengths. But uh, it's phenomenal watching you, watching you uh, move uh, and watching you progress. And so with every second that drops, you know, I just want to tell you it's, it's amazing. And, and uh, I hope that uh, you never think that you cannot, you know, make it to the other side because I'm expecting something incredible out of you because I know you got it. I know you got the goods, girl. I know you got the goods. There's something else. Uh, uh, I love the fact that when you said when you see others and you're stuck, you become jealous. Um, is that a place where you're operating out of right now?
3: Um, have, I I feel know? like sometimes um, I get pulled back into that mm-hmm. because I see people and I think about where I could be and what I could be doing and um, what I've done to mess up. Um, where I could be progressing towards what the product um, of what I'm doing could um, show and it doesn't you know always work out
2: well okay you know I have to go there when you said I can I need to I see places where I messed up and how I could what is it that you've seen that has interrupted your own moving forward
3: um, becoming fearful of what other people think or um, what people would judge me like or how they perceive me I Um, I really just like freak out about that stuff, you know, and it's just really difficult to try to move past the things that people say and do
2: and act towards me. So because of the things that you have heard, the things that you have experienced, it sort of just caused you to shrink. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you pull yourself out of it? Um,
3: Most of the time, I just tell myself, you know what, you're more than what people say you are, and um, you just have to stand up and rise up and be better, um, and just put yourself together and act like you run the show and put yourself on. But don't like be selfish about it. But tell yourself you can do it. That you're not better than anybody, but you're not worse than anyone.
2: And so that's what you're that's what you're saying. Wow, that's so funny because it's like a lot of stuff like going on in y'all's head. And you know, look at you. You know, you would never think that that, that was the case. And uh, but it's good because really. What you're saying is, it's the norm. It is. It is the norm. Do you ever find yourself chasing the place of where, like, you're jealous? Like, you're seeing it. It looks like it's easier. Um, and you know, have you ever? Have you are are you? Like now, you brought it up that you're competing, and I know you have to compete tomorrow. And uh, so, like, have you have you found yourself in that place ever?
4: Um, I do kind of feel sometimes whenever I see that um, others are faster than me, but then. Sometimes I also uh, rea- realize that they've been doing it longer and that they've had to put in more effort to be where they are. So I'm not going to say that um, like it doesn't bother me, but I um, also have to have an um, understanding of where they're coming from. Um, today, this girl on my team, she was mad because um, when you're older, you um, automatically get a for- Florida cut time she was saying that it's unfair because when you're younger you have to work harder and that the older kids get it easier but I'm saying they've already worked hard for it so it's just saying that they've already had it secured so
2: I think and so when you said Florida cut cut time that what you said yes and so explain that what is that what is that
4: um a Florida cut time is um basically where you go if you go a specific time then you get to
2: go to Florida and Florida is where they actually compete to be nationally ranked. Is that correct? Um, That's tags. No. Oh, okay. It's
4: like um, a, um, it's like a qualifying meet.
2: A qualifying meet for tags?
4: Um, yes.
2: Oh, okay. Where
4: okay. if you do good at that meet, then you can potentially go to tags. But and if you were a swimmer when you were younger, um, then you've already kind of done pretty good, but that is kind you want
2: to be for a swimmer. taxes work what taxes word are you gonna be? You'll be there. I mean more about it. where's the um what's the next thing that uh, was something that you wanted to share with us? I know you had a list, Bethany, and so um what is, what else would you like to discuss?
3: um how to control um, our emotions, how we deal with things. Um, after we go through the jealousy and after we go through the pressures of, that other people put on us so that we can be successful in today's society.
2: Well, I'm throwing the ball right back in your court. How how do you do that as a teenager? Because I can tell you from an adult perspective, but your life experience is not the same as mine. So how would you address that? Tell some teenager, uh, parent, and kid, no.
3: I would deal with it. Um, by truly just um, talking to someone that you truly trust, and
2: um,
3: just telling yourself, you know, you can do it, pushing through yourself, motivating yourself, because truly, um, you're gonna be your biggest fan through life.
2: Wow, wow. How about you, Chase?
3: Um, I feel the same way. That um,
4: you just need to. Um, sometimes I think to myself, really, um, I like family and stuff to support me, but. I feel like I'm kind of one of the only people in
2: my life I really need. Wow. Besides Jesus. But wow. That you need to be your biggest Yeah. Like, it's good that your family is around you, mm-hmm. but that you need to have confidence in you.
4: Like if they weren't there,
2: I have
3: myself to rely on.
2: You're shaking your head. What was he to you say? Because if you don't have in?
3: the confidence in yourself, then you won't believe the words that other people are pouring
2: into you. good point that that's actually a great that's a great point there's a lot of adults that could stand to hear that and learn that because they're still waiting from my perspective you know still waiting on the add a girl and the add a boy you did great you did wonderful and I know you don't think that adults you know think that or they operate like that but we do just waiting on the opportunity for someone Uh, to say you did great, validate whatever it is that you're doing.
3: Sometimes you don't think that, like, if you're stuck in this place where you don't think you're good enough, you don't think that,
2: like, somebody's
4: going to tell you, oh, you're doing really good, but you feel like you're drowning in the
2: wire. Right, right, right. Well, i tell you what, man, you guys have, like, a lot of great um, uh, ideas, and I'm looking forward to what you guys have for the second part of the show. Um, I, uh, before we actually go uh, on break, I want to just take a moment to just kind of speak to the parents and just say, you're hearing uh, two kids that are right in the mix of it all. And really, the show is kind of just taking a turn that I really wasn't taking, that there are some uh, reinforcements that need to be made to make sure that our kids know at all times that we've got their back, that they are good enough, that they have the ability to be able to to move out and, and, and do, and I don't mean like move out of like the home because, you know, these two are very young, but they have the ability to go in and accomplish whatever their dreams and visions are. Let's not be so distracted as adults uh, with our own lives that we get that they may need just a little bit more from us. I know many we crack jokes and say, we can't wait until 18, so we can just pop them right on out, but that's not, that's not the case. We want to see them have success, and so that when they're standing as young adults, they can move into those places and destinies in which they are called. You're right now. You're listening to Refresh. I'm Regina Johnson here with Bethany and
3: Chasen, Chasen,
2: and we'll be right back.
0: No I'm not backing. Back. No I'm not
5: backing back I walk the lie Stay out the way
0: Yeah never speak my mind Living in the shade of gray But the more I get the moment the more you stop
1: 1.1 is proud to have Talk Radio on their platform. Like Pastor Regina Johnson, Refresh Radio. James Deshaies, Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. Dequan King, Revive Radio. Warren Sally with Man Cave Radio. Sky Wonders with Unmuted, Your Voice Matters. Wake Up Call Radio with Pastors Warren and Annie Sally. Peace Within Radio with Henry Washington. The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams Dig Radio With Pastor Renetta Watson Crazy Sports Mom With Doretha Anderson Been There, Done That With Cindy Smith Pave Your Way to Success With Rudy and Michelle Govan Spiritually Reincarnated With Gilbert Signs, In Times Like These With Benita Coney Sports Talk Atlanta With Matt D. And Travis McGee Sports Talk Carolina With Andre White And Nick Emerson Sports Talk Money Podcast with Elliot Johnson, Power 803, with Reverend John Robinson, Totally Healed Radio with Angel Anderson, Bless This House Gospel House with Bishop Timothy Henderson, and It's a Way Out and a Way to Stay Out with Marlon Reed. I'm talking about absolutely the best talk show host in the country right here on Never Had It So Good 101.1 the world's World radio, radio station.
0: station.
4: We welcome you back to Refresh. Today we'll continue our talk on how to be a, a teenager today. Sorry.
2: Oh my gosh, you are so far. You fired. I want you to know you're fired right now. This is to refresh. These are like hosts in training. Like, I think I should fire this one, though. Should okay. I fire her? No, yeah. I won't. We're going to keep on working. Um, that's Chaseline. She's uh, co-hosting today with me, along with Bethany Taylor. Who's all here with us today? We're talking about issues um, in being a teenager in uh, this in this day and age. And I was showing earlier how it's so different uh, for me uh, than it is with them. Things they have to be concerned with, I wasn't even thinking about those things. The only thing we were thinking about was what I was going to wear and how you're going to wear your hair and you know just stuff like that. And who liked you and you know the last breakup. These guys are literally. Concerned about, you know, life and death issues. Uh, we kind of talked about a little bit about what happened on last Thursday, which was absolutely um, heart-wrenching uh, to hear about the children, uh, individuals that were, and I'm saying children, but teens and young adults that were injured and those that lost their lives. Um, our prayers go out to their families and friends and loved ones. Um but we've also talked about some of the issues of dealing with insecurities and jealousy growing up um, you know, in, in this day and age, which is very uh, much like what we have already encountered uh, and do encounter as adults. But there's also like another uh, thing that you guys have to deal with uh, that we really didn't deal with a lot when I was growing up, not at the, um, at the level that you guys go through, and that's bullying. Um, you can not only be bullied by individuals in the natural, but there's also like this cyber bullying, bullying at this place. Um, And so I kind of want to talk to you guys about that. You know, I asked you earlier, you're afraid of, um, you know, going to school and someone has like a gun, but are you afraid of like just someone targeting you and, you know, just making your life miserable every thinking day, you know, of the week.
3: Um, I think that when you see things um, on the Internet, you automatically think, oh, man, what's what's going to happen with me? And it just kind of just makes you think about life and um, truly just what are you going to do to make a difference so that things don't um, repeat so that history doesn't repeat itself.
2: Have you ever encountered being bullied at school? Uh,
3: I would say that most of all, like, the bullying would come from people's words and um, what they had to say, you know, like, you hear people say, oh, you're too skinny, or, um, you know, again, you can't do things that I can do, and
2: -hmm. what you can do, I can do better, and so it wasn't so much of, like, an intimidating thing. Mm-hmm. It was more of a thing to try to break you down. Is that, yeah. that what you're saying? How about you, Jason? You ever felt like that you were bullied? Actually, you had an encounter where someone tried to um, when you were in, what grade was that, when you were in middle school? Was um, that you had, like, a situation where the girl, she struck you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You weren't bullied. I mean, we know for sure that that didn't, you know, but that was an attempt. Like, when something like that happens, so I think your response was absolutely amazing. Um, one of the things we were like, when we found out about it, we were like, man, you get them. You don't let anybody, you know, like, mistreat you or, you know, things like that. But do you remember what you told us when we were saying that, you know, you should, like, you know, divvy up some blows and, and make them like hey, do you remember what you told me
4: you remember what you said
2: I do what was
4: it but I didn't hit her back because I didn't want her to I didn't hit her back because I didn't want her to feel the same way I did
2: I mean is that like amazing or what like I, I don't want her to feel the way that I the way I felt you know, there's not a lot of people that uh, would take that route of where, you know, they would say, I'm not going to retaliate because I don't want someone to feel the way I felt in, in that moment. And even though that situation was resolved and and you were uh, really brave in the middle of it uh, and you didn't allow them to bully you, and then when we kind of loosen the chain a little bit, you just, you know, kind of still protected yourself. But have you seen others, like, done like that? My school, like bullying isn't really a thing,
4: what well, is, but um, you don't like people, don't really hit each other, they just kind of down the people with words, and that's the type kind of like what she Yeah, like it's not the old school stereotypes, like people don't like take your lunch money and stuff like that. It's like more like getting personal and making fun of the type of things you do which breaks people
3: down and leads to things like suicide and school shootings. Yeah, so like the kind of clothes you wear if you don't have the Hollister and the Michael Kors stuff or you don't have the, the Vans backpack, the pink backpack. Um, if you don't have those things, people judge you. Oh, she doesn't have money because she's wearing a, a shirt that's just white, you know, and people judge you because of those things.
2: But Okay, so we kind of switched gears, and you were saying, like, that they judged you, but let's kind of move it back. Do they bully you? They make fun of you? you, you, you know, I mean, are you targeted?
4: Um, I feel like...
2: Does it happen? This is a point. I I need for you guys to get it. Does it happen one day, and then it just goes away, or do they bag you, and that's...
3: It's constantly, like, when you walk in the room, they're aiming straight at you. Like, oh, look at her. Where does she come from? Does she come from somewhere where they didn't have no money or for somewhere that's poor, you know, and they just have those stereotypes.
2: So I, I hear you guys, and I see you, like, you know, you're kind of shrinking back in this thing now. Is, is this, have you guys experienced this? No. Um, I can't, people
4: don't really make fun of the things I wear because, um, like, I wear brand things, and I, um, fortunately came from um household where my parents could afford to buy me things that I wanted and not had to buy things that were affordable.
2: Okay. All right. But have you seen it happen?
4: Um yes. And I told people, like my friends, also of them, um you um you don't you
2: know know what their circumstances. But you've seen people make fun of them. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, that's that's you're right. They're not calling them out into the parking lot, but when you when you know you kind of firing over here back in my days, taking the lunch money, but very much uh, so in our day and time, we got that too, where they would just make fun of you know the kids. I remember one of my friends. They were so poor that, and it was a, it was a lot of kids that he. I remember him telling me that he would put newspaper at the bottom of his tennis shoes and just didn't lift his feet up. He would just drag his feet when he would walk around at school so that no one would know that he had holes in the bottom of his shoes so that he wouldn't be made fun of. And so I remember that. I re- I remember people making fun of, you know, people's clothes, um, shoes, hairstyles. Um, I mean, just everything from the complexion of their skin. I mean, you, you name it since we kinda of went there a little bit, um, what about racism? Is that like a big deal like in your schools and for you guys? Um, is that something that you have encountered or, or that you you know you have seen happen, you know, in your schools or in your settings? Is that something you have to deal with? Yes. It's not
4: like the typical racism, it's not like black and white people like black kids aren't making fun of white kids or vice versa it's um like mexican kids mainly nowadays getting made fun of and like indian or muslim kids that get
3: targeted more these days because they always assume that oh muslims are terrorists or that like you know or even like a christian oh you believe in jesus but yet you can't like you're acting all crazy over here one thing that we do doesn't determine, you know, who we are as a as as a,
2: a person. person. Wow. So you don't ever run into issues like um, black-white issues? Is that what you're saying? No. Really? Um, at my school, kids, the black kids
4: and the white kids. They're all cool. They're cool. I mean, yeah, we hang out. The same? Kids. They'll be saying see. things and so kids things, things and they
2: are happening even in society right now because there's you know, I mean, there's a lot going on, and I can see I'm putting my pastor hat on right now, but I can see the devil is busy. I mean, trying to pit people you know against each other of races, and um, and so and you're telling me here, um, that at both of your schools, two totally different schools, on to you actually live in where do you live in Cut
4: Shoe. Whoa! Wow. Wow.
2: <laughs> Could you say that again on uh, radio? This child lives in a place called Cut and Shoot. I hope you are listening to this, princess. <laughs> she, she, asked, she said, "Where is um, I forget some town that sureland?" And now you can ask me. You can call me and ask me where in the world is a cut and shoot. That sounds like it should be deadly out there. And then, uh and you live, you live in. The
1: Conroe Conroe,
2: Woodlands area, yeah, Yeah. and uh, and so, but so you guys two totally different places, and you're saying like that's not an issue for you guys.
4: Um no, um and then back to like the kind of the bullying thing. Mm -hmm. At my school, the kids that bully, like the kids at my school, they can be kind of poor, like not poor, but not have a lot, Mm -hmm. and you'll never tell. There's one kid in particular, he. I guess you can classify him as poor, mm-hmm. but he has like the nice shoes because mm-hmm. he takes care of his things uh-huh. and he tries so hard to make sure that people don't know that he's poor, but he doesn't focus on his, you know, academic or anything, or how his character is. He mm-hmm. focuses more on what brand of shoes he wears more than what, you know, anything else that is important. Like, he has free lunch, but Wants people to think that he's
2: rich. Oh, wow. Well, that goes back to, you know, what people think, what people think. What he doesn't understand is one day, if he does, if he could change the way he uh, sees things, and I know it's hard. We're talking about what grade are you in?
4: Um, I have a seventh You're in the
2: seventh grade. So we're talking about the pressures of being a seventh grader um, who probably is already pre-programmed to believe that, Uh, His situation is um, uh, one to be embarrassed of, but really his story comes in him surviving and not having to pretend, but the pressures, the pressures of being there, of course. He don't want anybody to know uh, that his family has it hard, but I tell you what, he can flip that story, and if he could grab hold of the opportunities to succeed academically, he will be able to make that. Uh, A part of his his life story and say, you know, I came from a season where in my own life I struggled, but look at where I am, where I am today. There are a lot of beautiful stories that are told uh, from people who have gone through some of the most difficult times. And actually, even when I'm saying that, going back to both of you girls and talking about, you know, just some of your insecurities or seasons when you struggle, let me tell you what's going to be the greatest testimony of your story is that when you arrive where it is that you want to be, um, when you are a tag swimmer, when you are uh, higher uh, in the ranking nationally, um, you'll be able to tell that next swimmer that comes in at 12 years old, uh, swimming with little five-year-olds and six-year-olds faster, that if they remain consistent, that they can make it. You can tell someone, Bethany, about Yourself, if you can get yourself again and 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 start um, back out again, that that you can arrive at at the place uh, where you always dreamed. Uh, I'm gonna try to do something just a little bit different. Is it possible for us to? I know we only have like a couple of minutes. We have five. We have six minutes. Could you just give me like a one minute break? We're gonna prep right quick. We're gonna bring you back, and and Bethany is going to. Promo, just a little bit of her vocal skills for you guys, and today, as we get ready to go out, we're going to take just a second to gather some, and then we'll be right back with Refresh.
4: Quick question
2: What is your kryptonite? You know, kryptonite, like from the Superman movie. Little Pieces of krypton that will fall to the earth, and then Superman will come in contact with it. Kryptonite. Okay. Small pieces of your past falling into your future, robbing you of your destiny. Kryptonite, what is yours? Is it the person down the street, you know, so conveniently always is willing to remind you of who you used to be before you were redeemed? Or is it the memory of a place where you were broken when you were young, a bad marriage, bad circumstances? I mean, I don't know. Today. I want you to identify what is your kryptonite. Once you grab hold of it? You'll reduce it to nothingness. Because the season of living a defeated life is over. It's time for us to live unstoppable lives. To order
0: Unstoppable You by Regina Johnson, go to Lulu.com, Google Books, and Amazon.
4: Welcome back to Refresh. Today we will continue our topic about being a teenager in today's society.
2: That was Chase Lynn Johnson, and we also have um, Bethany Taylor that's here. Um, they have shared their hearts about being teenagers that, uh, in today's society and how hard it is to be able to maneuver through jealousy and envy and um, uh, all sorts of uh, places where the enemy desires to to break them. We're getting ready to go out of the show refresh in about three minutes. But before we go, I want every listening ear, and you guys be sure and give me a buzz and tell me what you think. We're going to let Bethany take you out with just an acapella piece where the enemy told her she can't do it. We're going to tell her here on Refresh that you can. So, you guys, let's give it up for Bethany Taylor. Take it away, Bethany.
5: Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come, to this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. Let us become more aware of your presence.
2: Letting them get their feet wet today. You're hanging out with me again. This is Regina Johnson, your host of Refresh. Hey, guys, this is your last chance. You've been listening to Refresh. Refresh. Have a blessed evening.